Ah, oh, the 11.30 service. Come on, you guys are outstanding this morning. We're going to get into this discussion panel today, and I want you guys to go. I know, thank you guys for going bananas for me, but come on, even bigger for our amazing panel. We've got an all-star lineup. Uh, we've got Crystal, we've got Omo, and we've got Rob. Come on, give it up for these guys. Yes, indeed. Come on, guys, grab a seat. Oh, you guys are in for a treat today. Like Pastor Jay said, we've, uh, we've had the first service, and we're going to do this all again, and it's going to be outstanding. We're going to be talking about a topic today, which is inevitable. This is something that is a universal thing that everybody here, I guarantee, has had an experience and had a, has had a touch point with this theme. It is something that does not discriminate. It has, it's something that we all experience. It's something that we can instigate ourselves. It's something that can be imposed, perhaps, on us. It's something that is completely natural, happens every day. And here's the encouraging bit. It's something we are all built for. Are you ready? Today's topic, we are talking about change. We are talking about change, how to handle change, how to activate your faith to deal and walk through change and come out of Victor on the other side. So we're going to get into this right now. Is that all right? Who's excited? Come on. Come on. I think it's fair to say, guys, that over the last few months, year and a half, whatever it's been, there's been so much change, maybe more so than a normal, a normal year. We've had to deal with so much. We've had to, you know, what are some of the things that you guys have been dealing with? What's changed in your life over, over this whole year, year and a half, whatever it's been since pandemic happened, stuff changed, work changed, all sorts of stuff. What have you guys been dealing with? Rob? So uh, <coughs> previously I was, I was due to go around the UK teaching and training. We had hotels booked. We had even 100 ping-pong balls ordered to someone's house because we are going to use some very pragmatic, tactile exercises. I had cards printed out, and then all the toilet rolls were sold off the shelves. <laughs> Everything seemed to he shut down. That. We sent spies down to see when they were loading up with some food slash toilet rolls so we could at least you know, feed our family. We don't feed our family toilet rolls, by the way, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> and <clears throat> and suddenly it all had to go online. Yeah. It's like, what? I've been, yeah. So I've been up in my loft for the past 18 months, uh, just ranting and shouting. Samantha hasn't let you down since, has she? She, she occasionally lowers food, uh, you know, <laughs> and just, it's just very strange. Oh, so uh, but I even got a bed up there. So yeah, it's hugely changed, hugely different. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would be rubbish, but you know what? We pivoted, yeah, we learned, yeah. and we came through a lot better than we thought we Come would. Come on. Yeah. So good, so encouraging. I don't know, maybe... You're here today and, and you've, you've experienced so much change, maybe in your business, maybe in, in, in your workplace, maybe in your family. You know, I know for parents, it was a big deal with dealing with homeschooling. I think for me, the, the, the distance between haircuts was the biggest change. It was a dark time. Oh, who else can identify? But we've had to change so much. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've, we, we changed church. Church changed. We changed to be further apart. Praise God, we changed to come back together. Absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. We're going to dive into this topic, and uh, I want to start us with this quote from Rick Warren. It says, transformation is a process, and life, as life happens, there are tons of ups and downs. It's a journey of discovery. 
I think there's one universal truth, and that is whatever you face, whether it's a good change, whether it's a bad change, whether it's an up, whether it's a down, that you come through it a different person to the way you started. You come through it a stronger person, hopefully. You come through it with a bit more resilience and a bit more, you, you know, faith in action that has been put to work and strengthened and sharpened. Just so good. So we're going to dive into this topic, look at how, it, how we navigate change well and apply our faith quite critically to that today. Is that all right? So good. Crystal, I want to start with you. Um, you went through a career change not too long ago. In fact, you, you became a mum recently as well. Come on. Come on. Give it up for Crystal. And so you've had to deal with lots of change, but there was a, a specific story about your career change that I'd love you to share with us and tell us what sparked that move for you. Okay, well, um, my goal as a young person was to become a lawyer. Um, and as I said in the first service, I'm African, so I had three options, doctor, lawyer, or engineer. So, <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? So, um, <laughs> So I opted to become a lawyer and I, I managed to do it. I became a solicitor advocate. But then when I got there, I realized this isn't quite for me. Um, I felt that I was being used as a weapon sometimes, you know, by wow. clients to get out other people. Um, and there was just a conviction in me that said, this isn't quite right. There's something else you need to be doing. So the only thing I kind of had, a, I kind of had an idea of was that maybe I'd be working in personal development, but I didn't know what that would look like. So I stepped out. Um, and just went with the flow. And now I'm a careers consultant yeah. and I love what I do. Yeah. So good. I mean, I, I guess that was a step of faith mm. at the time. Um, you've actually got an amazing podcast right now, which I'm sure lots of people will subscribe to today. It's just brilliant. All about change and transition and, and career change particularly and how to deal with that. And you're investing what you've learned along the way into other people, which I absolutely love. So, so great, great job with that. Um, there's a stat, isn't there, that, that is around career change, and people change career on average 10 to 15 times over the course of their working life. It seems like a high number to me. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've had a few career changes in my time. Um, but there is, there is something about stepping out into something new and discovering something new, isn't it? What, for you, you, you talked about having a conviction to step into something new. What was the drive there, and what did God show you through that and that move, that step of faith? I, I just knew I had to do it. I, I, I mean, it wasn't clear. This is the thing. I think when God asks you to do something, sometimes it's not clear. I just knew. Yeah. I hope you, yeah. can, you can understand what I'm saying. So I, I stepped out, and I just had to keep seeking him and asking questions and go with things and get things wrong. Yeah. But it worked out because he knew what he was doing. I didn't. Yeah. Tell us something a little bit about the, you know, you, you did certain things on that journey as well, didn't you, to, to put your faith onto some of maybe the concerns and maybe the bigger questions and the, the kind of figuring things out. But you put your faith to work in that, didn't you? And you applied some practical yes. things to that. Yeah, I did. So um, it was quite a difficult time because imagine you've, you've worked all your life towards a particular career and then it doesn't quite work out the way you expect. And then you've got pressure coming from friends and family thinking, are you crazy? Do you know how many people want to do what you're doing? And so I had to really step back. It really affected my confidence, you know, and, and my, what I thought was my identity, you know, my career, which wow, isn't yeah. correct, guys. It's not. Your identity is in God. Um, yeah. So what I did practically was I would write down the negative thoughts I was having. So I'm, I'm not worth anything. Um, I don't know. I don't know who I am, but I'd replace it with the word. What does God say? I'm his child. Right? So, we, so go back to the word so and, and, and read it and know it for yourself. Brilliant. 
you know, I, I think that's a tool that people can take away today. You know, maybe you're facing some change. Maybe there's some big questions. You know, maybe you're, you're, it is a career change like Crystal. And as you're hearing these stories, you're thinking, yeah, I can put that into action in my life. I can, I can put some of these things. Hopefully, as we're hearing some stories today that we're going, what's God saying to me through this? How can I apply this into my life? Just so good. Just great, Crystal. Uh, Omo, I want to come to you. We were chatting on the phone this week, weren't we, about, and you, and you were telling me some of the different life changes that you've had to navigate, the things that you've come through. Some things have been good changes, some things have been difficult changes, some things have been self-instigated changes, like getting married, fantastic. Big change, right? Big change, guys. But it's but a positive change in coming through. And, uh, you know, you talked about moving country. You talked about moving house recently, being made redundant a few years ago, and how you came through that. Do you want to unpack one of those stories? Just I'll let you choose. Which one do you want to unpack? Boy, that's a whole (laughs) list of changes. Um, I think the the one that really stands out for me is the redundancy experience. I um, I had what was a stable job. I had no pressure to leave, no pressure to move. And I got headhunted by this um, recruiter to join a company that was supposed to be like a, a really stable, it, you know, they've been around for a long time. Um, and so this for me was going to be my five to 10 year, you know, stab, stable yeah. job where I would grow through the ranks. So I joined this organization and four months in, they decided to change direction. And there was a whole group of us who were suddenly made uh, facing redundancy. Wow. Um, and at that time, I felt like the rug had been pulled out from under my feet yeah. because I thought I had made the right decision, but yeah. that decision turned out not to be the right one. Yeah. Um, and I know, of course, this last year, a lot of people have had to face redundancy as well as, yeah. as, as a struggle. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, a change like that, you, you went from a place of being financially secure, you went from a place of you know, living your dream job, you said, and uh, you know, moving out of that place and going, well, what happens next? How do, how do I pay the rent? How, you know, what am I going to do with my future? What, what's my future going to look like? How did you navigate that? And how did, you know, how did you apply your faith into that situation? Give us some tools there. So um, we also had, a, as a family, we were starting to set up a business as well, which hadn't really taken, taken off at that time. So the, 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 the fear of financial instability was, was real. Um, but that was a time when we, as a family, decided to just really dig deep into God and, you know, just stand on the word. Um, and a couple of scriptures just sort of came to mind, which we held on to at the time. Um, one of them is, you know, I think it's Psalm 37, 25. You know, I was young and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, yeah. nor their seed begging bread. And I remember so that scripture good. from growing up because... You know, my mom um, was made a single parent, you know, she was widowed at some point. And with three kids, not knowing where the rent was going to come from, she would always say that, you know, regardless of what the situation was, she would say, you will not beg for food. Right. And, and that just sort of built so up resilience in me. And I knew that God would see us through that situation. Yeah. Isn't there a, a resilience that it builds on the inside of you over years and years and years of having that faith? developed and sharpened that you know you can trust in God you, you've seen it before you're going to see it again there's no there's no scenario where God's not bigger than that than that thing to bring you through into a, into a wide open place into a place of prosperity and place place of victory so good thanks for sharing Omo Rob are you guys encouraged by today come on come on you can be more vocal with us Rob 
in your in your job in your your professional uh, sphere, as it were, uh, you you coach people. You you deal with lots of uh, businesses and and individuals, leaders in helping them step and help them to, to pivot and to stay agile and to move into uh, a, a better, a brighter, more prosperous future. I'm sure you come, uh, you come across lots of different personality types with that. And there's probably in the room, there's different personality types, people who are like, give me the change, this is exciting, this is bold, this is something new. And people who are like, don't change anything, I hate change, this is uncomfortable, I can't bear it, I'm gonna resist it. Speak into that. I'm sure you, you see lots of different types. We, we do. So we've, we, um, I'm working in a department of around 6,500 people. So we've trained up around 500-odd leaders. And it's an incredible um, kaleidoscope of personalities, opinions. Yeah. Um, everyone's got an opinion on leadership. A lot of them are very, very good. But when we come through this concept of change... It tends to get a variety of different responses, and that's sometimes a real challenge uh, to deal with it. I've heard, I think I've almost, I feel like I've heard it all come back. So, uh, and what's interesting to me is how people view the topic of change according to themselves. Uh, people think about how does this, what's in this for me? What's that? W I I F M, people say, they tune into. And it's a bit of a challenge sometimes. It's really difficult. Uh, what we do is we chuck a, we, we, we quote from a couple of people who are experts in change. Uh, one's called uh, William Edwards Deming. Some of you may have heard of him. He's a leading management thinker. And he said this, it's not necessary to change. Uh, survival, it's not mandatory. The, the, world is, <laughs> the world is hugely, hugely changing. Wow. I mean, this is for a bank. Banks are massively different as to they, how they were um, 20 years ago, yeah. they're going to be very different in 20 years' time. Things are moving. Mm -hmm. uh, the rate of change is accelerating as well. How do we deal with that? Well, we have to deal with this step by step. Another chap um, who, is, who is a moral and social philosopher, Eric Hoffer, he said this, in times of change, learners inherit the earth, while the learned, uh, they become extremely well equipped and precisely... Uh, skilled and equipped to deal with a world that no longer exists. And wow. so when we posit these ideas into their minds, they're like, okay, yeah, perhaps we should change. Perhaps we should do something about it. Yeah. And a lot of the feedback we get is, I won't change or I don't need to change. And what's interesting is a lot of studies gone on with this. The, the fact of the need for change is not a new thing. These people I've just quoted have been dead 20, 30 years. So this has been going on for donkey's years, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just accelerating a little bit. And people often express an unwillingness to change in a way that's actually anxiety. They don't want to yeah. because of fear. They don't want to change because what they're doing now isn't good enough. So they feel temporarily incompetent. Right. Fear thing. Now, you know what the Bible says about fear, yeah. right? So be anxious for Nothing. Nothing. Yep. Exactly. So when we can root out these little sources of anxiety inside ourselves, we wow. can say, you know what? In the mirror of the word, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. I can absolutely do this. So it's a series of small steps. You know, we, we talked, I think Pastor Jay mentioned it, a step of faith. It's not a leap of faith. It's a step of faith, step by step by right. step. Yeah. And with God and Moses, Moses hit the rock, water came out. Then God didn't say to him, do a backflip on the rock. 
He just said, speak to the rock. It wasn't a massive jump from hitting the rock, but he just went to the same old, same old. And if yeah. you keep doing what you've always done, you not only not get, you won't even get what you've always got, you get diminishing returns. So yeah. I've gone on a bit. Amazing. That's great, Rob. I think often we, we hear it said that it's not sometimes a fear of change, but it's a fear of loss. It's what you might lose totally right, yes. when something changes, and yes. that can stop you from wanting to embrace. It's a real anxious uh, moment, yeah. and it's like, well, is this, is this, am I, I going to allow this in my life? Yeah. You could? I wouldn't. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I, I want to give us some, some practical equipping uh, tools and wisdom today. You know, sometimes we're hit with change. You know, for you, it might be uh, a family situation or it might be a change in your health. And how are you going to navigate that? You know, what's the change of your mindset that needs to change to be stronger, to, to bring you through? Maybe it's a change in your business or, or, or a venture or something that you've got a vision for that you want to see happen. And it's not, you're not quite there yet. You're not living in your future just yet. But stuff needs to change to get you there. How can we uh, put, put our faith in action and change the things that we do and what we say, maybe our language, to move us to a place of change? Crystal, um, give us some practical tips. You know, for us that find it hard, perhaps, to change, for us that maybe those S personalities who like things stable, secure, don't want to embrace change too much, but we know that we're going to have to navigate some things. What would you give to people as practical tips? Yeah, so, I mean, I love change, but um, I would say getting the habit of getting ready for change. So, for me, that's reading new books, things on topics that I know nothing about, so I'm constantly learning. It yeah. could be listening to a podcast, it could be having conversations with people you wouldn't normally speak to. So, just put yourself out there and get used to it, because it's really coming. Good. Really good. Rob. No, I was just saying that's really good. I, think <laughs> I thought you had something to say. <laughs> Omar, I know when you were in your mid-20s, uh, I think this is right, you, you moved to the UK. Um, big change, big cultural change. Um, but you found some keys when you did that that put you in a really strong position where you, you, you moved. Tell us a little bit about that. I was able to, at the time, tap into the power of community. Um, I had moved to the UK without any family ties here. Wow, yeah. And... I was facing this new job opportunity in a company that was, you know, thousands and thousands of people where I was just a drop in the middle of everything. Yeah. And so I, I was able to draw from a, a community of professionals, of, of people I went to school with back in the day. And I was able to just tap into that strength of, of people being able to give me advice and, and show me what I needed to do to really just sort of get ahead. Um, and I guess in, in church life, bringing it back to church life as well, um, just the power of, of community here is, is expressed yeah. through small groups. Yeah, um, absolutely. And you know, the small group that Yolanda and I run, we, we like to you know, just get alongside people and find out what's happening and just, yeah. just do life with them and, yeah. and help them through yeah. seasons of change. So community is very important. So good. It's almost like you position yourself in the support structure and in the network where you know you're going to thrive, where you know you're going to be... Uh, encouraged by others where you know you're going to get the, the words of, of the, uh, are going to build you up in your faith, going to build you up in your, your resilience as well. Such a, good, such a good key. And I know, Crystal, you talk a little bit about encouraging yourself as well. That's such a, such a powerful concept. Yeah, it's just something you just have to be able to do because, yes, community is important and I'm part of uh, Omar's um, connect group, small group. It's great. Um, and you, will, you do always have people around you, but actually there are times when you're alone 
and no one is there and you're wow. you're down so you have to learn to encourage yourself and that's why i gave you that practical tip earlier of having things written down and saying it you have to speak it yeah. and eventually yeah. it, it takes root and things so hopefully will change for the better yeah there's there's power in your words for sure if you're going to declare something you're going to declare your your best future you're going to speak the word of god over the vision that you might have for your next season your next step your words are so powerful they define your future you know as you speak it you see it and it activates it in in the spirit i believe so so good so so good um are you guys encouraged by today so good just brilliant um omo I know that sometimes we can we can face changing situations and we can kind of feel like I don't have what it takes for this. You know, maybe there's somebody here today who's just feeling like everything is changing and actually it seems hopeless. I don't know. I've not come this way before. It hasn't looked, you know, the mountain hasn't looked this big before. What would you say to people in that situation from what you've experienced in your faith? When I was speaking with you earlier this week, Ben, on that, um, on that topic, um, what came to mind was the, the story of David when he faced Goliath, right? Um, and Saul and the people around him were saying to him, are you really sure you want to do this? And David said to them, look, hang on. When I was taking care of my father's flock, I came across lions and bears, right? And each time I had to deal with a lion and a bear, I learned something. I defeated them, I overcame them, and I'm able to stand here today in front of this so-called Goliath because of those experiences that have built me and prepared me for this moment. Yeah. Um, and my encouragement to anyone who's facing change that's scary right now is think back to the little things that have happened in the past, the little steps, the little events, the little conversations, the relationships you've built over time and see if you can bring those together in that one moment and just leverage those things because God has brought you to that point for a reason and he's prepared you for that change. Brilliant. Come on, can we give it up for these guys? Thank you so much. Just so much wisdom today. Yeah. So good. Just as we're closing... I've, I've been encouraged today by this stuff. You know, I think in all of our lives we can identify areas where maybe we're not going through a change now, but we're going to go through a change in a year's time or in three months' time or whatever. God is equipping us now with his word. I'm just so encouraged by what these guys have said. And, you know, God surrounds his people. He knows the beginning from the end, and it's so, so good. Just as we're closing, I want to read a couple of verses here. You know, we talked about being able to encourage yourself. And I'm, I'm reminded of Paul in the book of Philippians where he was in prison. So much had changed. He was facing so much adversity. But in the middle of that situation, he still found a reason to rejoice. He still found a reason to rejoice. He could still praise. He could still turn it on, turn on that praise engine on the inside. Because praise brings a breakthrough. Praise builds your faith. But praise stirs your joy when the situation might be changing and might be out of your control it gives you a sense that God is with you it's a reminder that God is with you you know how many times did God tell Joshua be strong and courageous 
Whatever you're going to face, be strong and courageous. Surely I am with you wherever you go. Don't be afraid. I don't know what you're walking through. I don't know what change you're facing. You know, maybe it's a good change. Maybe it's a change that is going to require some grit on the inside and some faith to rise up. But remember, God is with you. God never leaves you. He never forsakes you. Be strong and courageous. And there's this amazing story in the book of Samuel, which I love, and I come back to it again and again and again, where the army is about to set out and, and, and face a battle. And they don't know which way it's going to go. But Samuel does something really powerful. It's a really powerful picture. He sets up a stone, and he calls this stone Ebenezer, which means so far, or thus far, the Lord has helped us. I'm so encouraged by that. We can apply that to our lives and everything that we face because we know that so far God has rescued us. God has saved us. God has set us free. God has healed us. God has provided. When we face that redundancy, there was a way that God brought through. And I want to tell you this. There is nothing in God's character that says from this point when God has been faithful, there's nothing in God's character that says he's going to change that. He is always going to be faithful. He is always going to be good. He is always on your side. He is always walking through the fire with you. You know, and if there's anything that you're going to take away from today's conversation and today's panel, which I think has been really enlightening, it's been really faith-stirring, it's been really encouraging, it's this, have courage to step into your future. Have courage to step into the calling that God has put on your life. Have courage to step out when you know that you might not be able to do it in your own strength, but God is your strength. Whatever it looks like, God is going to bring you through. He's going to bring you through, and he promises that you're going to come through a victor. There is nothing in God's character that says he's not going to be faithful till the end. It's his promise. It's his promise. Come on, we're going to pray. So right where you are, let's just close our eyes around this place. And Father God, we thank you. Lord, that you are faithful. Lord, that you walk with us. Lord, that there is no mountain that is too big to move. And Father, right now we decide to stand with a faith that is strong, with a conviction that is set, with our eyes on Jesus. With the courage to step into where you're calling us. Father God, would you use us to shine in this world, Lord God through the changes that you're leading us into. I thank you, God, that as you lead us forward, you only add good things and you give us no sorrow. I thank you, God, for your provision, which goes beyond what we can imagine, Lord God. I thank you for your guiding hand. I thank you for your spirit that, that leads us forward and guides our steps. And right now, as we're praying in this moment, we each have a story. You know, maybe for you today, it's the story that you're looking back on, how you changed when God came into your life and you gave your life to Jesus. That's your story. That's your testimony. That's the biggest change that you can imagine. And it's something that you can stand on for the rest of your days. But maybe you're, you don't have that relationship with Jesus right now and you're thinking, what is this faith that you're talking about? What is this relationship with Jesus? What is this foundation that is unshakable in your life? I... I, I want that. I need that in my life. I'm here to tell you that God is for you. And he's your savior. And he's loved you from the beginning to the end. And he's faithful to you. 
and he's got good things in your future and he's got promises for you. And today, there's an opportunity for change. There's an opportunity for you to give your life to Jesus and say, God, would you come into my life? Would you make me new? Would you wash away all the sin, all the shame, everything that I've done wrong, everything that is not your perfect will for my life? And would you lead me into my future with you? And if that's you today and you want to respond to this message and you want to give God your life and say, I want to follow Jesus, I want you to do something really brave and really quick. Just while everyone's got their head bowed and their eyes closed, I want you to be really, really brave just between you and God and just so I can see and pray with you. I want you to raise your hand right now. If that's you, if you're saying, I see your hand there, I see your hand over here. So good. You know, our story of change, our testimony is God taking us from this into that, from our past into our future, from shame into freedom, from anxiety into a life knowing who our Savior is, and we can walk with boldness. Come on, if that's you and you want to give your life to Jesus, just one more time, just raise your hand around this place. So good. So good. Once you've raised your hand, you can put it down. Thank you so much. We're going to pray this out loud, church, all together. It's a prayer of salvation. We pray it every week. Let's all pray. Father God, I thank you that you sent your son to die for me to bring me life and bring me into a family. Thank you for washing away my sin and changing me from the inside out. I thank you, God, that you have welcomed me home. I'm now a Christian. And by the help of your grace and your power, I will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, church.